Ladies, gentlemen, friends, partners, good morning. Kalimera, Nihao, Zawan. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Capital Link, Nicholas, Eleni, Olga, Annie, and the rest of the team. Uh, so today, I've been asked to give a review of all the major shipping markets in 15 minutes. So it's a lot to do in a very small amount of time. So to help, I'm going to use the somewhat apt metaphor of Tinder. So if we like the market, I think we swipe right. And if we don't like the market, I think we swipe left. Uh, just before I go on, my wife is sitting in the front row. Uh, I was taught how to use Tinder by my junior members of staff. Um, it's quite a lot of headline figures. As I said, it's a lot to do in a small amount of time. So I'm just going to stick to really values and the evolution of values over time. I would love to go into what was mentioned just on this fantastic panel, the underlying demand, tonne-mile demand, cargo volumes, and so on. I just don't have the time now. So if you want to know more, we do vessel-specific driven tonne-mile demand driven from each individual vessel analytics uh, to give you trade flows, tonne-mile demand development, supply-demand analysis, and so on. So come talk to me afterwards. Um, just before I start, you probably all know Vessels Valley, but I'll do a very quick introduction. So we do five main things. We do values, we do database, we do mapping, and as I just mentioned, we do trade flows and tonne miles. Uh, we were a startup in 2010. We're not a startup anymore. We're about 150 people. We're pretty much around the world. Uh, head office in London and uh, Asian main office in Singapore, where I am based. Uh, and in terms of our clients, we work with about 400 of the leading banks, investors, ship owners, traders, regulators, accountants, and so on. So enough of that. Let's get into the market. Volkers, they're hot. I think you should probably swipe right. Let's look at what's happened to them. So this is a chart, just trying to simplify the data here, of five-year-old vessel development in values since 2015, with a particular focus on what's happened in the last year, so the last year's performance. We can see here that we are above where we were in 2015. The market came down, and the market's come back up, and it's going up and continues to go up quite quickly. So surprisingly, the best performing vessel type in the dry bulk sector in the last 12 months has been a handy bulker. Values are up 21%. Second, Panamax, up 15%. Third, Cape Size, up 13. Fourth, Supra, up 11. So this is kind of quite counterintuitive because typically in a recovery play, the larger sizes do better. This is a theme I'm going to touch on again looking at the dry bulk sector. It seems that small today is quite sexy. So let's look at a single vessel. This is just a Cape size, an example. This is her historical value going back to kind of pre-financial crisis 2007 all the way to today. Current market value for her, so she's 2010 built uh, Korea, um, is just under $30 million with a DCF value around the same, just under $29 million. Uh, in 2016, it was sold to Mr. Maranakis at Capital Trading for $20.5 million. And he made a nice turnaround in about a year and sold that vessel to Navios for 
29.5. So this is just an indication of the sales that are supporting this increase in the market. We all want to know about the cycle in shipping, and a good way of looking at the cycle is the current value versus the long-term historical average. So this has taken this vessel, the Navius Aster. It's fixed her age as of today, so eight and a quarter years. And it's extended her value all the way back on a fixed age basis, all the way back to 92. So we can clearly see the cycle. We can clearly see the super cycle. And we can see the current value at just under 40 million is actually slightly or a fair amount above the long-term historical average. So even though, you know, capes are looking positive, we are seeing some potential downside risk as values are currently trading above the long-term historical values. If we look at that same analysis across the main vessel classes in dry bulk, we can see the relationship. So capes are about 13% above the historical average. Panamax about 6%. Supra's about 4%. And then our favorite in the dry bulk sector at the moment, Handy's still quite below the long-term historical average at negative 11%. That's looking back. Now let's look forward. So we have a forecasting function. We work with good folks in Norway called VMR. Um, and if we look at the forecast for the main vessel types in the dry bulk sector going forward over the next four years, we can see we expect the best performer to be the handy bulker, increasing by about 47% by the end of 2020, followed by really all the other Panas, Panamax, Supra, and Cape size increasing by about 30% over that two and a half year period. That drop off in 2021 is um, an effect of expected overordering that's gonna be happening over the next couple of years, combined with an expected global economic slowdown or possibly a crash uh, looking at 2021. So that's bulkers, containers, also hot. Let's swipe right. Let's look what's happened to values. So interestingly, again, the best performing container type over the last year has been a handy container, up 20%, followed by Post Panamax, up 16, followed by Feeder, up eight, and then the big ones, ULCVs, have been pretty flat at plus 3% over the last year. And we can see that Ignoring the red bit, which is the ULCVs, the other classes, we are at or just above where we were this time in 2015. We look at a vessel. This is a handy container built 2008 in Taiwan. Current value, $11.5 million. Our DCF value, just under 13. We can see that our friends Tufts and Oceanic bought her earlier this year at just over $10 million and the value has already increased about 20% since that time. Current value versus historical, we are still way below the historical average. So current value 11.6 for this vessel, for this, call it 10-year-old handy container, versus a long-term historical of 16, we see still continued upside potential. We look across all the sectors there, the one we got Panamax still almost 40% below the historical average. USCV is about 11, Handy is 10, Feedermax 21. Looking forward, we are very bullish on Panamax containers. This is a recovery play. They got maligned for many years. If you remember, I think about a year and a half ago, we had a 2010 built Handy, uh, sorry, Panamax container 
sent for the scrappers. She was seven years old. Uh, we've seen values come up a lot, and we expect them to increase more. We're looking at about 120% increase in value on a Panamax container over the next two to three years. Uh, the other classes, all around 45 to 50% increase over that same period. Tankers, they're not hot, but they're warming up. So what's happened to values? Actually, in the last 12 months, the best performing has been a VLCC. You know, maybe they knew something about this recent spike up that's happened. Uh, that's increased 10%, Suez Max up 7%, MR2 is pretty much flat at 5%, Aframax is very much flat at 1%, and LR1's down at negative 7%. We look at a vessel, this is a VLCC, built 2010, current value $49 million, DCF value actually a bit below at 45. Current value actually quite a lot below the historical average, so we're seeing again some potential upside, upside uh, potential in the tanker space. If we look at this across all the different sectors, Apart from the Suez Maxes, which are still surprisingly just above the historical averages, every other class looks like it has a fair amount of upside potential. Looking forward, we think LR1s are going to do the best over the next three years, an increase of about 60%, uh, with the other classes increasing by about 30 to 40%, with the worst performing being the MR looking to increase only about 22% over the next three years. LNG and LPG, they should be hotter. You know, we at Vessels Valley, we really like the gas sector. It's got a good long-term demand story, good supply story, quite hard to build the vessels. It's a fuel of the future. There's a good lot of fundamentals behind it, but the market has been suffering. So the best performing has actually been the really small size, the fully pressurized LPG, uh, increased about 22%. Interestingly, VLGCs are up 10%. But the rest are looking pretty flat. MGCs, small LPGs, and so on, all around 4 5% increase over the last year, really lagging behind all the other sectors. If we look at the current values versus historicals, you know, this is a much less volatile sector. Uh, we see, if you just look in the historical context, upside potential really around the MGCs, uh, with the other ones looking pretty much fairly priced. Looking forward, this is just LP LPG. We are most bullish on the MGCs at about 50% increase in value over the next two to three years, uh, with the other classes between 10 and 25%. Offshore, it's an interesting one. You know, oil prices up, sentiment is improving, but it's still got its problems. It's really a tale of two cities. Some sectors are doing a lot better than others. If we look here, this is the historical value since 2015, we can see massive, massive drops in values. The best performing in the last year has been a jack-up rig. Uh, that's really been dr driven by the sale and purchase activity of one company, Bohr Drilling, to all of Troim. Uh, they've driven the values up by about 28%. Uh, drill ships up 7%, semi-subs flat, AHTS is pretty much flat, and PSV still falling at negative 7%. Let's look at a single vessel. Just to give you an example of the real volatility that we've seen here, this is a large AHTS built 2011 in Japan, lovely vessel. Uh, she was worth at her peak about $75 million. Today, she's worth $7 million. Her DCF value 
much higher than that at $26 million. And let's see the transaction that supported that. So she was sold in 2017 for 5.8. In terms of the current value versus the historical average, we are way below. We take a value of 7 million, the historical average for this vessel is 28. Looking across all the sectors, we can see there is massive potential here. And you know, for the people with the bravery to invest in here, there could be huge returns. Looking at drill ships, still 72% below their peak. Uh, sorry, below their not peak, long-term historical average. PSV is 56, AHTS is 73. So, with one minute and 20 seconds left. Summary, Volkers going up. You know, we've got good demand, they touched on it today, good supply. You know, China is still driving it, that's why we've got the bull here, right? Containers, same thing going there. We've got some risk with the, uh, with the um, sanctions and the trade wars, uh, but we're still seeing some really positive economics there. Going slow, tankers, we're hoping early 2019 we're going to start to see some real recovery happening there, but at the moment... They're going slow, and we still have a little bit too much supply going on and, and continued ordering. Gas, again, good demand story, but we've got too many ships, and we're hoping to see that resolve itself over the next year or two. And offshore, it's just hungover. We had too many good days, and the heads are hurting today. So thank you very much. I hope to show you how better information can help you make better decisions. We're Vessels Value. Always happy to be here. Thank you.